This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. This is Real Presence Live. Steve Swanskowski along with Brad Gray. Having great conversations this morning, folks, about faith. We're kind of, uh, there, there's a bit of a theme there about the, the history of our, of our faith. Yeah. Um, and the early early conversation True. with in Del Rapids, South Dakota, uh, talking about the history of the Presentation Sisters coming there and renewing and, and kind of reinvigorating that work there in Del Rapids, South mm-hmm. Dakota. Then talking about St. Thomas Aquinas mm-hmm. and his meditations. And now we just visited with uh, uh, Father Kunst about Pope Benedict XVI and his passing. And folks, I know sometimes we get questions at the diocese, are there some good books that we can read? Well, I, we just gave you a list of good books. <sighs> I'll remind you of the good books that we have available. Um, for you in our faith. So the Aquinas Lenten Meditations, those are available um, from sophiainstitute.com. Also, uh, Aquinas on the Four Last Things. So mm-hmm. a couple of books you want to get there. And then Father Richard Kunst mentioned uh, Jesus of Nazareth, the three, three book series mm-hmm. there. Um, I really liked God is Love, another great one. Yeah. Uh, so four books for you. Yeah. And I actually would even add, uh, uh, Dr. Vos talked about Memorize the Faith, his first book. Yeah. I'm fascinated by that because my brain is getting really mushy mm. and I need to do some, some uh, intellectual heavy lifting here to to get that thing back in, in, in shape. so that <laughs> There you go. Five books for you to read over Lent um, and uh, to prepare yourself for Easter. So if you're looking for some good good reading material, mm-hmm. there's some ideas for you. We're going to move now into a little, uh, maybe a, a new history mm. of Real Presence Radio. As there you know, you we've been on the on the air here uh, since uh, November 6, 2004 is when mm. we went on the other first time in Grand Forks at uh, 1370 a.m. Um, and Aaron is the newest employee of Real Presence Radio. So good morning, Aaron. Hello, everybody. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing all right. You know, it's my seventh day, I believe, total working wow. at Real Presence here. So, okay. congratulations, introduction to everybody. Good, good. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, let's see. Well, I guess this is always a hard topic for me because I never know exactly what people find interesting about me. But, <laughs> well, what do you find interesting well, about me? I guess I'll just start. So, I'm originally from Grand Forks uh, and I went to UND. I know that's hopefully popular for the Fargo crowd here. <laughs> I, I always get very interesting reactions when I say I graduate UND, but I studied uh, in history, political science, and social science. So I actually mm. have three degrees. So that was my main field here. I'm a cradle Catholic, uh, currently working at Real Presence Radio, obviously. Uh, before this, I actually was a manager at Amazon, the big facility really? here. Yeah. Um, oh, we live over by there. Yeah. Uh, the biggest building in the state. That's the new The facility. Great Wall of Amazon? Yeah, the Great Wall of Amazon. Yeah. yeah. So that was originally my job. And uh, I don't want to go into too many details about that, but let's just say it was an interesting experience, yeah. say the least. And then after that, eventually just kind of figured it wasn't necessarily my thing. So, mm. so I ended up getting here. Actually, I have to, should thank my mom, who is probably, if not listening right now, will definitely listen to the podcast version of this. She's the one who actually saw the flyer for the advertisement mm. for they needed help at Real Presence. So I have to thank her for that. So don't know what I do without mom. So that's Very great. Good. Well, moms are always uh, trying to point mm-hmm. us in the right direction. Yes. <laughs> so what's what's your position going to be here? Uh, so I am a, oh gosh, gosh I got to get this right. Exactly. Okay. So it's assist, uh, pro, assistant production director, I believe. Okay. Or, right. Very produ- might, be, might get the production. Yeah. It might be production director, assistant, or yeah. so it's those three words. I can never get it right. <laughs> in some, in order. some order. I'll remember yeah. it. <laughs> I'll get it done. So it's still the first week. So yeah. All right. Uh, probably the bigger thing is like, yeah. what do you do? <laughs> yeah. For yeah. Those, the title of what? Mostly what I've been doing right now is making sure I'm lining up guests and getting okay. people on the air and writing talking points. And also I have done a few PSAs. I don't think any have gone up yet, mm. but people might be hearing my voice more. So that's the main thing. Great. So uh, other than your mom, uh, what, <laughs> what drew you to apply for the position at Real Presence? And as maybe as you, as you interviewed and even the seven days you've been here, what, what, do you, what do you see the mission of Real Presence Radio being? 
Well, I think, well, it's a Catholic radio station, so I believe, if I'm understanding correctly, we're supposed to be spreading the faith and giving information That's about that and trying fact. to, you know, help God in his mission to, you know, bring more souls to heaven, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So that was what drew me, drew me to this because I've been, well, I like to think at least trying to be devout Catholic. Mm -hmm. I never know if I'm successful at it or not. I don't know if anyone really is truly successful, but we try. Work, you know, all of us. Yep. <laughs> well, the success is the Lord's. Yep. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it all goes back to him in the end. So that really drew me there, especially coming from a place like Amazon, which is mm -hmm. a hyper-secular company in yes. a lot of various different ways and just kind of felt like a it's just very unspiritual place mm. after a while. In fact, I had a, I had a friend when I was mentioning trying out to like apply for this job, and I was talking about the issues I was having at you know Amazon before this. He's more more of an agnostic, but he mentioned it's not worth selling your soul to work a job you don't like, and that just mm. really stuck with me. That somebody who is not perhaps traditionally religious is kind of questioning a lot of ways. But we've had good conversations about religion between us before. But I thought that was very interesting. He was kind of reminding me like, hey. You know, you should really go and do what yes. you're being called to do here instead of sticking in a place that just isn't working for you. So. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when mm -hmm. I um, when I started at working at the Diocese of Fargo, it was uh, seven and a half years ago. And prior to that, I was doing carpentry as a contractor myself. And, um, you know, there, there's definitely a change in uh, moving from a lot of outdoor work and that sort of thing, creation, and to, to working in an office more and, and working with relationships. But, I mean, there are some things that I just really loved about making that shift. One of them was having uh, having this kind of spiritual environment, having the opportunity to go to Mass uh, periodically, at least, uh, when we have Mass available at the, at the diocese. What have been some of the, the changes in your work environment that you've appreciated so far? Well, one, I definitely appreciate the smaller environment here. Again, mm -hmm. the faith community, like mm -hmm. you mentioned, is a big thing. Like, you actually start each day, you know, praying at work, which is just wonderful and actually mm -hmm. kind of gives you a nice, affirming, kind of happy start to the day instead of everyone kind of slogs in all, mm -hmm. you know, bored and tired and just kind of stares at each other for a while like you get in some other places. And it's like, is anyone happy to be here at all? <laughs> and so, in here, I've, I've encountered such just a very happy group of people working mm. it's a much smaller environment which mm. makes it a little bit better for me too because i i like to kind of chit chat and get to know people a little bit more which hopefully i haven't annoyed anybody here already <laughs> with that but that's my kind of style rather than being you know we just have to keep going and going yes. it's so process focused at so many other companies which obviously we're doing really good work here but we can actually take a minute just talk and see how each other are doing and that mm. sort of thing which is so so valuable i think really needed in a lot of workplaces just across the world right now because people still feel so isolated coming off of you know the rough few years we've had you know post covid and all that i think people are still trying to remember how to be social in a lot mm -hmm. of ways so i think that's you know just even a few minutes every day actually talking to someone you work with can go a really long ways yeah amen i've that. definitely felt a lot better like my mental health was a lot worse before i came mm. here so it's been a great blessing for me Excellent, excellent. So you said that your your mom told you about Real Presence Radio, so she's an avid listener. I said, do, uh, growing up, or did you know anything about Real I Presence Radio? I didn't know a lot about it, which, again, mm. that's probably not what I should admit, but mm. it's the truth. So no, that's uh, My mom actually saw it in a church bulletin flyer. Okay. She's a frequent yeah. reader of those, and so she happened to see it. It's like, oh, I know you've been looking for a new job. Mm. It's like, you should try this. I'm like, well, there's my sign. There yeah. we go. Yeah. That's yeah. all I need. Well, she found out about Real Presence Radio in the mm -hmm. parish bulletin, and that's good. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we liked I'm, it. I'm sure she's listened to it before, like not like uh -huh. an avid listener. I've never heard her mention it, but just knowing what she listens to occasionally, she's probably flipped through radio mm -hmm. channels and like occasionally yeah. come upon it. Yeah. I, I would assume it would be surprising if she had never heard of it. Yeah, sure. Well, what kind of what kind of Catholic media or what kind of media do you normally consume? Well, the main thing that I like to consume, I guess, uh, I was a big fan, a uh, very avid follower. I've fallen off a little bit, but I try to, like, Bishop Barron, you know, mm -hmm. like, Word on Fire, that yeah. was really big, especially, like, high school and college and kind of formative years. Now I feel like I've 
at least got a lot of the basics down. So mm -hmm. I try to find different things, like there's pints of Aquinas and things yeah. like that as well. So that's the main thing. I definitely like listening to, I guess I like listening to a lot of music that has Catholic themes, even if it's not necessarily like Catholic itself. Actually, mm -hmm. in college, what I wrote my uh, history white paper on for like my bachelor's degree mm -hmm. was on the history of heavy metal music. Mm, interesting. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so I, that was my fun one. My other one for political science was on the opioid crisis. So I had my fun white paper and my more serious <sighs> one. But uh, heavy metal music, actually, a lot of those bands, especially like Black Sabbath, because everyone thinks, oh, they were satanic and all. No, they were mm. all Catholic. Mm. They, and like no one knows this. I've heard that recently, actually. Yeah, and like they were singing about things like they're all about like the demons they mention are bad. Mm. Like, like mm. it's kind of like acting like you know those th like uh, if someone mentions demons in like a biblical sense, you know that's what they're talking about. It's like mm. this is the bad people, mm -hmm. and like you listen to songs like you know War Pigs and all. Like at the end of that song, God comes. It's basically the Book of Revelation. Like God comes back and ends all conflict on earth, and all the demons get thrown into hell. Like that's mm. the ending of the song, mm. and that's you know people think there's some secular satanic band like they're not at all hmm. so that's what i kind of dove into actually of my <laughs> sort of thesis there it's, was trying to find that it's out. fascinating how many mm -hmm. um because I, I listened to a lot of that when i was younger as well mm. um it's fascinating how many uh you know key figures in some of these bands have had kind of conversions of their own mm -hmm. like uh i actually in my work with uh, marriage and family life office uh, i discovered here you know five years ago that james hetfield the lead singer and guitarist for uh, metallica uh, actually, is has the narrator for an anti-pornography uh, mm -hmm. documentary. Um, I think Dave Mustaine from Megadeth. Is, yeah, uh, he was a he's a convert too. He actually yeah. used to he used to dabble in like black magic and all that, and it like yeah. messed up his life. And he's like, no, don't do that. So like, he has a bunch of anti like magic songs. He doesn't play some of his older yeah. songs even that were more positive yeah. on that. He's like, mm -mm, don't do that. Yeah, I mean, so it's it's fascinating because Catholic radio mm -hmm. has the opportunity to kind of subtly get into these people's lives mm -hmm. where they're probably not in an environment to actually encounter that. Like, mm -hmm. you're not going to church, you're not meeting people, you know, uh, probably reading the Bible, that sort of thing. But it's just, I love this ministry. I love this mission of Catholic radio because it can it can hit those cracks where the Lord God is is guiding the Holy Spirit, you know, uh, where the, the Lord God is the Holy Spirit. But um <laughs> But I, I just, it's, it's, it's brilliant because you, you see in these hearts, every heart has a longing for, for the one who made them, the one that they're destined for. And, and you see that in every arena of life, right? Um, and I just, I love, there was a, a, a talk that was given way back at the beginning of the shutdown when they, uh, they first had, there was this men's conference that was going to take place. I don't remember where, but they pivoted three weeks beforehand and made it an online men's conference. And they had... You know, 60,000 people participate in this with a bunch of 20-minute talks. And one of the guys uh, had given a, talk, a reflection on evangelization. He said uh, that the best definition of evangelization he'd ever heard was simply to ask, to identify how the Lord is already at work in the room and to ask to be a part of that. And th that's the reality mm -hmm. is that the, the mission that we have of spreading the faith is not one about making people tuned to the Lord. I mean, like, we're made for it. We're, we're already... By our by our creation, oriented toward God, and it's just cool when when that that awareness is sparked and and the resonance hits, right? Oh, I absolutely yeah. agree with that. Yeah, I think it's some of the questions I'm asking you too, Aaron. I think is important as we're in Catholic media. We have to start from where we're at, yes, mm -hmm. because actually where you're at, Aaron, right now. Other people are there too, or where you've even been, other people have been there. And how do we know how to reach them unless we go back and say, wait a minute, I know what they're thinking. Mm -hmm. I know where they've been. Going back to St. Thomas Aquinas, right? Okay, you would say this. How would he know what objection others would make if he didn't try to get to know them? And engage mm -hmm. with them, yeah. And you can only engage by listening, right? Mm -hmm. And so we come, in, in our own lives, we come from where we're at, 
and then take that point and say, how can I use where I'm at, where I've been, to draw others to Christ, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so that's the work of Real Presence Radio here, the continuing work. So, so welcome to the work here. We're going to continue the conversation with Aaron Bosch on the other side of the break. This is Real Presence Live. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Lavinia Spirito for Catholic Way Bible Study. C.S. Lewis famously wrote that we are secret agents behind enemy lines. It's true. This world is under hostile rule, and its prince is in full-scale rebellion against our Father in Heaven, with a mission to take as many souls with him as possible. Our mission, should we choose to accept it, is to raid and poach in Satan's territory and rescue souls out from under him. We should not be surprised or dismayed at opposition. Of course Satan will work to stop us, but we have a clear promise that we are equipped and commissioned to do the job. We are called to attack the kingdom of the world and rescue souls in bondage to the world, the flesh, and the devil, and bring them to our Father's heavenly kingdom. Are you ready? Catholic Way Bible Study. Peace, power, purpose. Find out more at cwbs.org. God's blessings to all of you today as you are listening to Real Presence Radio. This is Father Wilhelm, and I'm a priest of the Diocese of Fargo. What a wonderful gift and a grace that we have and our Holy Church is that we have a Holy Mother, Jesus' Mother, who loves us so very much, and she prays for us. Isn't it wonderful to have a mother on our side, a mother who prays for us, a mother who loves us as Christ is our brother? Then that means that Mary is truly our mother, our spiritual mother. And so as you pray that beautiful gift of the Hail Mary, Let each of these prayers be as roses that is presented before her holy feet, and she brings our prayers and lays them before her Son, Jesus, and all of us. Always listen to our mother. Listen to what our mother is asking you. Come to the Savior. Come to my Son. Come to Jesus Christ. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. This is Real Presence Live. Steve Splonskowski along with Brad Gray. And we are in studio with Aaron Bosch, uh, the new programming person because <laughs> I can't remember your director, title programming, assistant programming director I think I finally got it right programming director okay so he's the APD here yep. at Real Presence Radio um, and uh, visiting with him as he enters into his eighth day is this your seventh day? Seventh day. day. Seventh day. It's the seventh day mm-hmm. here at Real Presence Radio. And uh, we were talking before the break a little bit about kind of just where we're at. And I thought it was interesting, as you, you gentlemen noted, I know, Brad, you have a history of listening to, yeah, yeah. to uh, heavier was, rock was, music. Yeah, and, I was a and grunge head. Yep. A grunge head and, yep. and, and, and heavy metal music. But also noting that in those lives, you know, that life, there are people who have encountered Christ yeah. um, and will encounter Christ. And I think that's what I'm blown away by. In every situation, every conversation I have, as soon as someone finds out I'm Catholic or I've worked for the Catholic Church, they say, well, I, was, I used to be Catholic or my grandma was Catholic. <laughs> mm-hmm. or it's like, everybody has a link back to the Catholic faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's something about it that when we, rec- when we put out the fact that we are Catholic, that it draws that forth 
from them. Yeah. It could be a negative. It could be a positive. I feel like there's always kind of a mix. Sure. It's either negative or positive and both. But it's an interesting thing that we all have that link to Christ through his Catholic Church. Yeah. Much fewer than uh, six degrees of separation. We're all, we're all right there. I mean, yeah. honestly. Um, as you said, someone's had some encounter with, with uh, the Catholic faith. And that's obviously a call for all of us, too, to, to always recall that we are representing Catholicism everywhere we go. Everyone we interact with. Like, whether we like it or not, we're giving uh, either a positive or a negative witness to Christ and to his church. Um, and so it is, I mean, it is something that we, we're privileged to, to be able to bear witness to Christ, even in our fallenness, even in our, you know, inadequacy. It's, it's just, it's beautiful to see how the Lord God is always at work. Yeah, I think, uh, well, actually one of the things Pope, or uh, Pope, Dr. Ray Garendi, he's not a Pope, but uh, he's a doctor, <laughs> and he has mentioned on, on Real Presence Radio recently, he said, uh, you know, do people love Christ more, they love Christ because of you, mm. or do they hate Christ because mm. of you? And it's a question for us to ask ourselves, yeah. um, how are we approaching the world and how are we bringing it to the world? And, and speaking about that, you had a podcast here, Aaron. Tell us a little about this podcast that you've been doing. Okay, so currently it's on a bit of a hiatus. One thing of bringing it back here because uh, basically what happened was I had a co-host who actually was the previously mentioned agnostic. His name's Darian. Uh, he he was thinking about moving to Texas. That didn't happen. So mm. and then he went back to school and all that. So we're currently kind of on a hiatus. But the show was called Side Stories. Uh, I came out of a previous show we had called Side Tracks, which was basically just a trying to see what stuck podcast where we mm. talked about anything. We did movie reviews, talked about like vacations, anything. Then that we realized that we just kept talking about history all the time. So we called it Side Stories, and it became basically a show about things you wouldn't hear about in a history class but are still worth knowing, and you can still look at them in kind of an academic or fun way. Hmm. So we were trying to make it, and so, like, for example, one of our best episodes, like Julius Caesar and Alexandria. Like, everyone knows who Julius Caesar is, but you ever heard of the time he went to Egypt and completely ruined half the country for, like, six months and all these other hmm. crazy things? Like, when people talk about the library at Alexandria and how it got burned down, that was because of him. Like oh. that. Like if that gives some context, to anyone listening. So we talked about those sorts of things and uh, smaller episodes as well. Like I believe I talked a little bit about heavy metal on there. I, mm. We talked a little bit about like the church and faith on there. It wasn't necessarily a Catholic podcast, but I always tried to be kind of a representative on mm. there as best I could. The only reason it wasn't a Catholic podcast is one half of us weren't Catholic sure. yet, eventually. Yeah. <laughs> but um, also, I wasn't sure if I was a going to be like a great representative yet at that time mm. i think if i did it you know in a few months maybe i could do that we'll yeah. see how that goes sure. but it's probably going to steal more stay more general history but that's what it was on just talk about anything that was you know interesting and of note like we also did some halloween episodes there on like uh local like crime and things like that as well mm. so yeah tons of fun things uh, like that it uh it, it strikes me as being uh similar to what your duties that you described are here i mean mm -hmm. in terms of you have to you're having with a podcast you're having a con come up with like what's a new thing to talk about right what's what's a new conversation to have and so how do you think that that experience has kind of paved the way in a certain sense for what you're doing here well the funny thing is and again it just shows how god works in mysterious ways yeah. because my podcast which i thought was this little dinky you know hobby mm -hmm. thing we started in college just because we thought it would be cool has now become part of my actual professional career mm -hmm. where what i'm doing here is just a more professional mm -hmm. version of what i started doing sure. on the podcast it's like okay we got to line up guests we got to figure out topics we have to write talking points and obviously i'm doing it much more professionally yeah. here than it was when it was just a notepad and no budget and so back in college but uh, that's basically this, the same thing as, okay, how can I build these things? And now I have multiple years of experience doing podcasts and it's 
little bit different than radio, but it's like, okay, this is where I've gotten myself now mm. that I've developed these skills more. So it's definitely a very similar sort of field. Yeah. I, I'm, you know, I imagine that there might be listeners out there that uh, are curious too, like how do, maybe you're still new enough to the position that you're not uh, fully immersed in that, but like, how do we find the segments for the, the interviews? And I mean, cause wh who was it earlier? That's, uh, was it father Stevens that said, I don't know how you guys found out about right. this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just, I mean, there's all sorts of things happening within the Catholic community throughout our listening area and uh, making that connection of what's going on there with, with Real Presence Radio and to be able to get that out there. How do you, how do you go about finding those things out? Well, usually it's just you try, it's a lot of people that you know, or you can look around again, like church bulletins are great to look mm -hmm. through. It's like, is anyone doing an event like this? And if, if you reach out and someone's doing an event and they're like, yes, of course, they'll come on an interview mm, or talk sure. about this or this basic topic. Or I was reading through, there was, I think the Crookston Diocese has his own paper yesterday and we're going to have somebody on to talk about, I believe it, I hope we get the name right, it's Blessed Stanley Rother. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I uh, thought that was a fascinating story. I'd never heard of him before, mm -hmm. but I was just reading it as it got dropped off at my desk. I thought, hey, this is a good story. Someone should talk about this because they have this mission going on. And apparently they've already been on to talk about the mission, but we haven't done a segment that's kind of more of a biography ah. on him. So it's like, okay, why don't we do a follow-up and we can, you know, about a month ago we talked about the mission. Now let's talk about him and give people some more information. So it just sort of doesn't necessarily fall into your lap from what I've noticed, but it, it does, everything's connected. Mm. Again, that's how the church is. So you have to go and find like, okay, what are people talking about here? What's an upcoming event or what have we talked about before? Can we build on that? That sure. sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, fascinating because we actually have a, a picture of Blessed Stanley Roth really? right in our office. That's right. Yeah. He's right in our kind of conference area there. So yeah, he's from, uh, is he from Kansas? I, I Oklahoma. In, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. So we drove through the city. Okay. Uh, that's a route that we drive uh, regularly as a family. Uh, to visit relatives in Texas, and we drove right through the town that he uh, really? he is from. So um, usually the church is closed when I go through. But anyway, yeah, it's uh, interesting. And you're right. I, I think that was you know over the years too, going back to the pair or the diocesan papers. There was a lot of stories in there that we could then kind of open up, break open that mm -hmm. story a little further because you can only write so much. You know, five hundred mm -hmm. words, thousand words. Mm -hmm. Whereas in the radio, we can talk for more than yeah. five hundred or thousand words. We can. Oh, yeah. We can. Sometimes we in a minute. <laughs> So, but yeah, it's a great opportunity. So, uh, well, Aaron, welcome to Real Presence Radio. I thank hope, you. I uh, hope that the Lord continues to guide you and we'll pray that the Holy Spirit is a part of your work. Great. Thank you very yeah. much. It was yes. wonderful being on. It's a All pleasure right. to meet you. Yeah, pleasure to meet you all too. Aaron Bosch here at Real Presence Radio, folks. This is Real Presence Live. Um, and we are going to do a little preview of the next show coming up uh, tomorrow. Or no, we, we changed uh, the schedule. Thursday. So I'm not from this. The next show is Thursday. Yep. So what's coming up on Thursday? On the next Real Presence Live Thursday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, Amanda Ellerkamp and Kelly Schneider are your hosts coming to you live from Trinity High School in Dickinson. They'll be speaking with Kyle and Jamie Koffler, the co-chairs of Trinity Mardi Gras, about the spirit of volunteerism. And Jacob DeSanza will be sharing about how the Heart as Nails ministry is returning to North Dakota. All this and more is coming on the next Real Presence Live Thursday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to you. Excellent. Thank you so much. And Aaron, since you're still in the studio, if people have events that are coming up at their parish, how is the best way to send that information to you? Uh, usually the best way is to email me, which I think is now listed on the website, but I believe it's aaron.posh at yourcatholicradiostation.com. 
So that should be the best way. If you have any events or anything, please fill my inbox. It will be uh, open as always, and I do read it usually daily. So All right, it's the, the best way. Bosch is B-O-S-H. Yep. Yes, there's no C. That's actually a common mistake. Yeah, yeah that figured, is. Well, because there are Boshes in North Dakota who have the C. Oh, for sure. Yes, there's and we're some not pretty related. awesome tool, power tools with the name yeah, Bosch. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Not related to my family. Carpenter. He's not related to the power tool. <laughs> no, not that one. I don't believe I'm related to Chris Bosch, the NBA player. Either. Okay, I got a lot about that back. Oh, man. Well, you're still important. No, yes, well, thank exactly. you very much. Aren't we all? Aaron.bosch <laughs> at realpresenceradio.com. Uh, it's at your Catholic radio station also works. Yeah, they're both. Yeah, yep, yeah both same thing. Very good. So send that, your information here. Well, Brad, thank you for being here thank this you, morning. Steve. Always, a, yeah. always a fun to host with you on it Real is. Presence yeah. Live. What's the rest of your day got going? Uh, meeting, meeting, meeting. I uh, got uh, a variety of things. We've got, uh, we're going to be doing some preparations for a father-son retreat that we're hoping to put on this summer. Um, so for the Make for Greatness Men's Ministry, I've got a training that I'm going to be doing for uh, our Retrovi community, uh, for our mentorship program. So it's going to be, uh, and then we've got the listening session tonight at St. Yeah. San Angelicum, 6.30 to 9-ish. Mm, yes, yep. 9-ish. Uh, so yeah, we really, I, I definitely want to urge people to come out for that. If you're in the Fargo area, it's, they've been really, really terrific conversations so far. And you definitely see the, the Holy Spirit moving. It's, it's a beautiful that we start with prayer. I love that the prayer time has been, I think, very, very powerful. And to be able to join with Bishop Folda. Um, the, the thing that you hear over and over and over again is pe how much people appreciate being able to be there with their spiritual father. You know? yeah. So I think that's well worth the time. Yeah, I've been asked so many times, is the bishop really going to be there? Yeah. I mean, these are 16 events. Is he really going to, he's really going to be here. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe he's really going to, yes, he's really going to be there. Yeah. Um, so uh, join us this evening, 630 at St. San Joachim. That's actually the last opportunity here in Fargo. From there, we're going to move out to the rest of the diocese. We'll be in Devil's Lake uh, in Jamestown next week in Grand Forks and all over the diocese. Mm -hmm. um, so make sure you uh, come on in. A couple hundred people have already joined us, so we'd love to have another hundred people this this mm -hmm. evening, 630 at St. San Joachim. So uh, again, uh, folks, thanks for listening to Real Presence Live. You can check out our podcast, which Aaron's going to upload later today, I assume, <laughs> at realpresenceradio.com. Check out those. And again, look at those. Look up those books, uh, being prepared for Lent. Get those books ready so you can be uh, prepared, mm -hmm. uh, what, what it prepared and prayed up for Easter coming up in April as we go through through Lent here. Yeah. So a great opportunity. I keep in mind that these seasons of the church, they are an opportunity for us to grow yeah. in, in our faith. And kind of like the seasons of life. They provide a, a beautiful rhythm of life, you know, that, that we go through different seasons of joy, of sorrow, of, of, of uh, repentance, of, you know, that every, every stage of life uh, it really is reflected in the church's calendar. So I, I, love, I love this gift that we were given. Yeah, absolutely. Well, folks, uh, fo thank you. You're also a gift to Real Presence Radio, so thank you for listening to us and supporting us. As I think we have a, com a banquet coming up here also in February in Fargo. February 6th is a banquet here in Fargo. Mm -hmm. um, so I, there's probably still some space available, uh, so check that out on realpresenceradio.com. Join us there. I think uh, Father or Dr. Ralph, everybody's mm -hmm. father today, yeah, Dr. Exactly. Ralph Martin is going to be our speaker. So check that out, realpresenceradio.com, and also check out the podcast that Aaron is going to upload. Thank you for joining us for Real Presence live and uh, again live on thursday will be another version so don't go anywhere come back uh, for that show and also great programming coming up next right here on real presence radio this has been real presence live on the real presence radio network real presence live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area weekday mornings from 9 to 11 central tune in for an encore of each show beginning saturday morning at 6 Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. 
And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.